go. Hey everybody, it's Meg, and I am manifesting tonight with Richard Jurgens. I told you before, it is an amazing evening to join us to learn all about celebrating with friendships. And I can tell you, we were just talking about this about two seconds ago, that um, this month, about 16 years ago, Richard Jurgens walked into my life, and it was as one of my interns, and it was probably one of the greatest gifts that I've ever had is his friendship. And I couldn't imagine a better month to celebrate him because not only is it the month of friendship, but it's his birthday. And we already celebrated tonight. It's actually the 17th, right? So 19th. Oh, the 19th. I'm sorry. The 19th. I should know that. But um, just amazing that you have those opportunities to get together and share with your friends, which I know um, have been the lifeblood for many people. So um, inter introduce yourself in so many words, Richie. Uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Richard Jurgens. As Meg said, we've been friends for 16 years uh, since I walked in the door as her intern when we both used to work for, at that time it was the Immigration and Naturalization Service, which is now Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which is a place where neither of us work any longer, um, but it's a place that definitely played an important time in our life and in our friendship. Absolutely. Um, and we've gained many friends uh, from that experience together. You know, I, I can say that um, having lived in Miami now for almost, wow, since 1992, so the um, majority of my time spent at um, our, our office, our former office, you know, those lifelong friendships have like lasted so long because we grew up together for the majority of the time. We actually had those experiences where we brought people into our families. I know Richard is, luckily I'm, I'm blessed with the fact that Richard is the godfather to both my kids, you know, one. Um, you know, he, he, I, I laughed because he came into my life when I was pregnant with my, my son and um, continued throughout my life when I was pregnant with my daughter and now they also benefit from the relationship that we have together. So it's amazing. And um, you know, I, I think I want to start the session tonight, um, certainly, you know, set your intention like we always do at this outset because, you know, I always say that the Magical Guide to Bliss always has something for you when you set your intention, you focus and are clear. And I think what I wanted to do tonight is just persuade everyone out there who's listening to take time at least for the duration of this month to make time for their friends because I mean we I know we all get so busy and we get so you know inundated with our, our, our everyday monotonous lives but I think in the main idea is that um, those people that you know they might need you or you actually might need them don't be afraid to reach out so in that vein I wanted to um, ask Richard to start off tonight by telling us what actually friendship means to him because he has a lot of friends. This guy is Mr. Social, for sure. I think that friends are the people that you choose to spend time with, and I think that they're people that you learn from them, and they learn from you, and you don't expect anything from them, and they don't expect anything from you either, and they're people that um, you just really enjoy something about them, and, and they make you a better person in some way or another. So what do you think is a difference when some people say they're my acquaintances versus a true friend? I think a friend is someone who you can share what's on your mind and, and know that that person is listening to you and cares about what you're saying to them uh, and really wants to um, have some sort of an impact in your life. And, and, and then an acquaintance is just one who comes in. I know we were talking about recencies in the lifetime, yes. what kind of friends are. I think an acquaintance is someone who you maybe spend time with because you see them 
on a regular basis and you know who they are, but you don't really know the person. You don't know um, what all they have to offer for whatever reason. It's maybe that they haven't opened up to you yet, or maybe it's that um, you don't have things in common. Um, there are many reasons why you wouldn't necessarily consider someone to be a friend. Um, but there are also people who, for instance, maybe when you first meet them, you don't become friends with them, but later on, for whatever reason, the way that the stars align, you become yeah. very good friends with them um, by some chance reason. Maybe it's yeah. because you you know, end up finding out that you have a, a hobby in common, or you find out that uh, you enjoy a certain place that you like to go to, or you like certain types of food or certain activities, and you maybe didn't know that about the person before. Or maybe you just didn't even give the person a chance to try to get to know them. And once you realize who they are and they realize who you are, um, you develop a friendship. You know, I, I think the coolest thing in the world is when somebody surprises you. And I think that that comes about when you don't like the person. At least your your first gut is like you had like an initial reaction, like, oh my God, they don't, you know. But then you don't give them a chance. And then when you do, you know, like you said, they could become the closest friends in the world to you because of the fact that you gave them the opportunity yes. to get to know them on a different on a different level, like get to know them better. And and you know it's funny because you know one of the coolest things um, about our, our former job and that, that allowed us the opportunities to get to know each other so well is that after court we used to get together and at least have some downtime, maybe coffee, go for a walk and have coffee because you need that that time to vent um, and just and just be present with each other. That we actually had those moments. To like, like basically shoot it, shoot, shoot the crap, whatever was necessary to say. We were able to vent. I think that I think a lot of our friendships at our office, our old office, were were made that way. I think certainly, I don't know if that's something that resonates with you as well. Definitely, definitely, that's an important uh, element, and it's because you spend time together, sharing similar experiences. So it's only natural that a friendship would form uh, when you're living the same types of experiences with someone. So. I didn't get to do the, the formal intro because I'm trying, you know, like I like I wanted to get in and jump in with you right away. But I mean, Richard is quite, quite accomplished in both um, his education as well as his life story. And I think that you know, as a, as a, we meet on the page of the storyteller. You know, we like, and, and he's also someone who has been writing um, a story as well, his own different books. And the coolest thing I find about him is that if you were to look. At his curriculum vitae, you would kind of be like, "Oh my God, this guy is, you know, a genius." Seriously, because he's, you know, he graduated uh, magna cum laude um, from from Hamlin was your first school, and then he was a um, he was a Fulbright scholar in Morocco, where he was in Rez. Fez. Fez, I'm sorry, Fez. And Rabat. And Rabat, okay. So he was actually living in Morocco where like amazing people, you know, you know, expose themselves to different worlds and, and you know, the world becomes a little smaller. And, and I have been to Morocco, but I don't think I've been able to have the opportunity to meet as many people as he has in Morocco. So that's something amazing. And also he, he studied a, a stint in China teaching um, English to, um, to the Chinese. And then there were children, right? It was a school. Correct. So, so that's just one part of his his bio. But the other side is this man travels. Um, 
I laugh because we're like, okay, where are we going to this year, Richard? And I, and I think that one of the things that I love most about Richard is his openness to see and discover more of his world, which certainly makes your world a lot smaller and opens it up to the different personalities that you get to meet on the way. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about that, Richard. What made you, um, first of all, you know, apply for the Fulbright and, and get the opportunity to go to Morocco and then China? Well, honestly, I was very fortunate because I went to Hamlin University, uh, which is a small liberal arts college in St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, near where I'm from. And uh, they really encourage uh, students to apply for a Fulbright grant. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to have been selected to have one. Uh, it was a great experience for me, and it was a perfect way for me to as you mentioned, expand my, my friends. In fact, one of the things, I have to tell you a little okay, story about the Fulbright definitely. program, because a lot of people don't necessarily understand the Fulbright program. Yeah, explain a little bit for and, people who don't know. Yes, yeah. I would like to talk about that. It's for people who are either recent graduates from an undergraduate university, people who are working on master's or doctorate degrees, <clears> or professors who are, or teachers who are going to go do a teacher exchange in another country. So. I was just Amazing. one of a few people who was out of undergrad mm -hmm. and got a, a, a Fulbright to go to Morocco. And uh, most of the other people who were there were either working on masters or, or doctorates or, or were there to teach. And one of the, I guess, goals of the Fulbright program uh, is that you serve as a friendship ambassador from the United States because it's about getting to know people in the country where you've been placed as well as doing research or teaching those are the other goals of the program. And I always sort of felt that the other people who were in my Fulbright class were much more educated and, and more knowledgeable about Morocco and Middle Eastern politics and things wow. than I was. But I always told everyone, I'm the best friendship ambassador that we have <laughs> that on this true. trip. That and, is true, that is true. You know, because friendships and, and relationships are always something that's very important to me. Well, I mean, that clearly, if, if you, um, I'm certain if you were to go through your file of facts, if you have those nowadays, or even your like contacting your phone, you definitely are a friendship ambassador. You have made friends from all parts of the world, which I'm sure, tell us a little bit about that, how that has yeah. actually accentuated your life and, and what you're doing today, actually. To me, I just feel that I'm blessed to have the opportunity to know people who live all around the world. Uh, Facebook, for instance, is a great tool to keep in touch with friends who maybe you don't get to see on a regular basis. I have to tell a, a short story about that as well because I, for instance, I was in Paris uh, last week for one of my dearest friend's 40th birthday. And when I was in Paris, another friend of mine who lives in Copenhagen uh, reached out to me and said, oh, I didn't realize you were so close. And unfortunately, we were not able to see each other because even though France and Paris and Copenhagen are close, they're not that close together but you know friendships around the world happen and and are are able to still be connected thanks to things such thanks as facebook. facebook yeah i know i i always try to defend Facebook. i know I, you know it's funny because i i defend facebook because there's so many people in my in my facebook community even to this day that i would never have connected with had it not been for this outlet or this venue because my god how would i ever find them i don't i don't know how you would find them so that's one of the pluses 
of social media, certainly. I mean, I think the other thing is that people forget to go and interact with the people in their life because they spend so much time on Facebook, which I, I have been accused of by my children, believe me, so I understand that as well. But I, to that point, to Richard's point, what he said is that, yeah, you can find people that you have lost touch with over the years and then rekindle those relationships, especially if you're just happened to be in Paris for a celebration of another friend. So I, I, I definitely think that's amazing. So let me ask you something, Richard. Um, how, how important have um, friendships been to you, especially in, in challenging times in your life or transition sure. in your life? Um, this is something that Meg and I were talking about before the show started tonight. And we're both very fortunate in a way because uh, our families, our immediate families are not too close by. My, most of my family is in Minnesota where I grew up. And most of Meg's family is in Orlando, which is three hours away. So you don't get to necessarily see your family on a daily basis or even necessarily talk to them as much as maybe you would want to. So having friendships um, who you're close to um, help to fill that void. Uh, they, they are sort of your family that you choose to have in your life. You know, and, and, and I know that, you know, we both have been through some really kind of challenge, big challenges, you know, certainly I, it was funny because when I was trying to prepare for this tonight, mm -hmm. I went through a lot of my documents from um, when my mother actually um, passed away. And I had, I had all these letters from my friends who were sending me love at a point in time where God knows I needed that. And just to know that people are out there supporting me, even if we weren't just talking. So I, I realized that in challenging times, I, I certainly you know, um, leaned on my friends. And I don't know if that's something that um, has been a part of, of your world. Is that something that you take advantage of as well? I think always when you have a, a rough spell in your life, life is ups and downs. And you can never, you know, say when you're going to have an up period or a down period. But your mm -hmm. friends should always be there whether you have a, a period that's up or a period that's down. Yeah. And I think that that is a good way to gauge friendships sometimes is when those friends are there for you um, and when you're there for them. Because sometimes yeah. too, people um, maybe you don't even realize that they're going through something until you reach out to them to make sure they're doing okay. Yeah, you know, I, I... You know, it's funny, I, I, I like calling them my godwings, as you know very well. You know, when you think of somebody that you haven't thought about for a while or just something comes to mind, I always try to send a text or reach out because I, it just passed, you know, I, there's a reason why I thought of that person. And there's, you know, I, like, maybe they need me right now or maybe I need to talk to them and there's something that they have to tell me and share with me or, or you know, be excited about. And, um, you know, the same thing goes is that, you know, certainly when you're in the darkest places and people hold that light at the end of the tunnel for you, you turn around at the other end and, and do that for others as well, which I know that is certainly the person that you are, Richard. I mean, maybe maybe what kind of experiences have you had that this is something that you, you actually benefited from? I mean, I live every day and I'm, I'm lucky when I was transitioning into my new job uh, which has now been almost two years. I was very fortunate because my friends uh, have helped me throughout the process, the transition, mm -hmm. um, by being there and supporting me, understanding that maybe I'm busy with work and don't have as much free time as I once did. Uh, oftentimes I would much rather be spending time with my <laughs> friends and doing yeah. fun things than being in the office on a Saturday or a Sunday or, you know, 
being at a detention center two hours away fun? visiting clients, those are not fun, fun things. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the friends that I have understand um, that I do treasure their time and all that they offer to me and that I'm always there for them as well. Uh, whether it's being on a phone call with them when I'm driving back from a detention center, uh, which is funny because oftentimes when I go to a specific detention center, Chrome, uh, on the way back, I'll call Meg yeah. because it's just a time <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I'm at a work-related thing. Yeah. Let me call and check on Meg and see how she's doing. And it tends I to be the it. time when I catch up <laughs> with her the most yeah. these days Yeah. Um, because now we don't see each other every day. Uh, just for all of you who are watching, for about 12 years, our offices were right across the hall from each yes, other. They were. <laughs> and we also were both uh, the uh, intern coordinators for the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, so in that capacity, uh, we, one, built our friendship yeah. and also uh, we were able to help make more friends you who know, came it, across our path. That, you know, that's the coolest thing. So I, I am actually applying for TED Fellow right now and, and I put Richard as a uh, re reference for me, which is kind of interesting because the roles have... And, and it has been reversed for a long time. We've been partners and in, in our team team for such a long time, for such a long time. But I was I was laughing because it asked me, how do you know that person and for how long? And, and it was just dawned on me, oh my God, for so long I didn't know what work was like without Richard there because... And I remember when I had gone on, I think it was maternity leave, and you were not across the hall for me, I was like, well, you know, I was not in the office for a little bit, but then you were just like, a, it was kind of like the initial, it goes, well, I don't like, I don't like it here without you, without you. So you do appreciate people when they're not there. So I definitely value the time that I do get to talk to Richard by phone. And, and a shout out to all of our interns, our former interns who are now successful, amazing attorneys in their field. Um, you know, it's funny because even with them, you know, we've had that opportunity to become friends and they've become very important to each of us. I think that you feel the same yes. way about that in, in, in your life, right? I mean, you're going to speak to that as well. Yes, we're very lucky. Uh, so many of our former interns, uh, I do consider our friends. Yeah. And they've been very supportive as well. Uh, the tables have turned, like you said. Yeah. And sometimes they're the ones who, you know, they help you in, in your new step in life. And, and it's it's always nice, as you said, to see how they're... Uh, prospering and doing well and also it's it's great because you can learn uh, from all of their successes and, and everything that they've done. And I think one of the coolest things and maybe you can speak to this as well was that we got to interview, <laughs> interview thousands of law students, high school students, university students <laughs> and I, one of the things that one of the factors that we usually and, and many of you who've been at our interviews know that they're not the the most conventional interviews because basically what we want to do is bring out the personality of the individual sitting across from us to know whether or not these are per these are people that I mean obviously they're smart because they're there and they have great resumes but to figure out whether or not these are people that we could work with and 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 it's crazy awesome how like we said we pretty much picked our friends because <laughs> generally I would say the majority of the individuals, I mean, there are some, there's some beautiful stories that we have to tell about some, but you know, most of them, we, we've maintained friendships with and hold a dear, dear place in our heart. And I, I think you can speak to yes. that as well. Well, one of the things I think is important, and we always say it in the interviews when we did them, was we're interviewing them, but they're also interviewing us. Right, 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 And right. it's like, you need to have a relationship with the intern or with the supervisor um, that's 
a co co uh, what would you call yeah. it a codependent relationship. Right. Um, you need to get along yeah. with each other on yeah. both sides of things. And another thing that <laughs> I think is important is they always all of the people at the law schools when we would go that work there they're always like we love when you're here and we love that we hear laughter yeah. <laughs> in the rooms the, the students love their interviews with you even if they don't end up working with us yeah they love the interview process because it's so different from other interviews that they have and they really enjoy their experience with us which is great um, because it, it's great to see when people are interested and and I either even though neither of us work there anymore we both really liked the job at the time yeah. when we were there and hopefully we conveyed that to the students who who were our interns and now who are our friends after that chapter of their life and our life is over right and you know i i some of the greatest stories i think that you and i have in our particular friendship come from a lot of those <laughs> crazy wacky experiences that we'd have while interviewing and you know it's funny because I think in a grand scheme like in a over if we, if we ever did decide to write a book together about this might be a really good idea as a friendship we could set it up now but you know if we ever did decide to write a book about you know interviews interviews I don't know some crazy name but you know it's interesting because you see the different dynamics and personalities come alive in front of you and I think that we had such a dynamic when it came to interviewing that it was such a great give and take from us that the person across the way felt incredibly comfortable with us as if we were already friends because I think that there was many times I think I'm and I'm Julie she went to happy hour with us like not even a week later because she and she didn't care if she got the job or not she just wanted to hang out with us so you know I think that um, I don't know if you you remember like some great stories like true. that it's like oh my god yeah, we, that was the best thing because we are both people people, 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 people person, whatever you want to call it. And, and I think that's the most incredible thing about, you know, establishing those beginnings of possible lifelong friendships because of the way in which you approach individuals. And I and you want to speak to that as well. I 100% yeah. agree. I think that that's one of the, the most amazing things about friendships. <clears throat> and like I said earlier, though, you never know how a friendship is going to form. Um, we're lucky because in those circumstances, you know, first you start out uh, as a, a mentor and a guide to yeah. to these students, and then after you're done with the internship, then you know you can develop a friendship or you know a mentorship role. Right. It maybe isn't necessarily a friend who you're going to you know go to their birthday dinner or have happy hour with them, but it's someone who maybe you know they still look at you as a mentor or you look to them yeah. for some sort of guidance for something that they contribute to your life as well. Because I know in like a small way, in a big way, like with you and seeing how you flourish from, you know, a young law student to a savvy, you know, business person who is a lawyer with a private firm. And I'm going to shout out to Atara Ike as well as Anna Maria Candela and this great, uh, you know, you know your three dynamos now you know out there doing your thing you know knowing full well how talented each one of you are to seeing that happen and what you've made for yourself after you like basically said enough I'm done I gotta move on I'm very proud of you and and, 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 the, and the incredible thing is that as, as your friend as well as being a part of your life as a mentor for some time you know I feel like a lot of the accomplishments of those who who are in that role and change you know certainly I feel I feel a part of that you know and that, that is certainly with friendships you know you become a part of that person's life and they take you with you and I take they take your impact with them and, and it affects you 
personally and professionally for the future. I don't know if you want to speak to that as well. Yeah, 100%. I agree with everything that you say in terms of, of uh, friendship and how that works. Every friendship is different. That's the great thing about friendship in general is that perhaps it's someone who you, you know, you knew from when you were five years old and you've been friends ever since that first day in kindergarten. Or maybe it's someone that you met last week in the grocery store. That's one thing I, I have to say. My mother, I get my, I guess, guide on how to be friends with people through her because she can literally meet someone at the grocery store and they're instantly friends and go to lunch, you know, for the next however many years that they've known each other. Wow. And, you know, I feel like I'm That's lucky awesome. that way too. I, I don't judge people. I think one of the great things that she taught me is to not judge people, to get to know someone and see what they have to offer you in terms of what you can learn from them yeah. and and what um, what things that you maybe have in common with them that you didn't know before. And, and for that, I'm very lucky because I look at every um, person that I meet with the possibility of them being a good friend of mine because until yeah. they show me otherwise that we don't have something in common or that you know we we don't have personalities that match then I think that they could be a friend of mine because that's what I was always taught when I was growing up and I think so your ability to make friends like that and then knowing you and then you bring those friends into my circle and so on and so on is an incredible thing because I think that I've met so many incredible people through you. I saw Eugene was on amazing, amazing, amazing. Like I love Eugene and all of your other friends just to name, you know, you know, all that have that come into my life by virtue of me knowing you has been the additional blessing from your incredible ability to connect with others. And I know like people like my friends, like Karen Todd and, and a lot of individuals who've been popping up, like it's, it's so, and, and Denise, and just sharing those people and expanding their lives even more because you've opened their world to new people has been amazing. So, you know, I, I, I want to thank you for that as well. And, and it's funny because, um, you know, when you think about, you know, life in general and, and what we're all here for and, and then there's that beautiful quote that I might not come this way again, but I'll leave um, some semblance of kindness. It's not correct to the point the quote, but it's like, you know, while I come here, I leave some kindness and I move on. So may I be remembered for that. And I remember specifically you and we were at um, one of our presentations with um, the court and you know they read off this bio of Richard and one of the things that they mentioned first and foremost is kindness and I don't know if any of you out there are, you know friends of mine friends of Richard's know Richard this is clearly a kind man he certainly is leading with that and um, does his best to make pe people's lives better for having known him and I think that's really a beautiful gift to give to another person and like you were saying you know if you pass this way how do you want to be remembered and give them the opportunity to basically prove you otherwise yeah. so I don't know if you haven't had any kind of incredible synchronistic experiences with friends I know that um, that might resonate with you as well I I remember that as well. It was uh, one of our former managers was asked to say some things about me and one of the things he said was that I'm a kind person. And honestly, Shout out to Howard. Yes, that's, <laughs> Shout one, out of, to that's Howard. one of the, the uh, attributes that I do treasure. I, and like I said before, mm -hmm. and that's one thing I, I would have to give my mother 
Uh, another oh, thing, King. credit to King. To King. Uh, I don't know if she's watching or not. I didn't have a chance to tell her that I was going to be on the show. But, um, and she's not very technical savvy either, but no, no one's perfect. I guess it's also uh, something to keep in mind about uh, friendships. Um, but to me, like to be remembered as a person who's kind in friendships is important. Um, I think that people um, who look for things in friendships often look for people who, you know, maybe are kind, maybe are generous with their time. Uh, who are listeners. I think that one of the things that I'm good with in friendships is I like to listen to people. Um, some of my friends call me the vault. You also do you that. You are totally a vault. You can't crack this guy. I don't like to. <laughs> yeah. If someone tells me something in confidence, I will never say it to anyone. No, um, and that's one thing that I think is very important in friendships is that yeah. someone can always have an ear and know that one, you're listening to them and two, um, that you're not going to share whatever they're telling you in confidence and as a friend to anyone else. Yeah. And those are, are things that I think are very important in friendships that you can trust someone and you can feel comfortable sharing things with someone. Um, and also, of course, having fun with, with friends too. That's as important as anything else. I mean, yes. <laughs> I just came back from celebrating a very close friend's 40th birthday. We went to Paris and Amsterdam. So much fun. Amazing. Um, but also, like, for instance, we were talking about with Meg's 40th birthday, we went to a great place called the Miraval Spa yes. in Arizona. <laughs> and it was perfect. It was uh, Meg, oh, her sister Mary, yeah. uh, myself, yeah. and was it just the three of us? Yeah. And it was, wait, who was, what was her name again? And, and oh, we got to meet uh, yeah. Bill and Juliana Rance. Yes. Richard. Guys. No, I'm sorry. Richard I, became friends with Bill and Juliana Rance. They were like besties. Well, you were besties with everybody on Mar at Maribel at that point. But yes, for sure. You know, and that kind of segues into my next my next comment with regard to friendships. I said, um, you know, one of the inc most incredible gifts of a friendship is someone who actually sets out to help make or help inspire your dreams to come true. And, and certainly, you know, Richard knows me very well, and many of you do as well as a dreamer. And I'm constantly wanting to learn, just like you said, and wanting to experience the world, just like you said. And, you know, sometimes my, my, my way I go about it may seem kind of kooky, but Richard, I don't think you ever, ever you may have, like, you know, made fun of me in, in, in private, like, what the heck is she doing now? But you always supported my dreams. And I just want to go and set forth one that, you know, many of you know that I wanted to meet Oprah. And I, this dream had been going on since, like, 2010 and beyond earlier like really like forever and this man is probably the only one who did the writing campaign with me to send out to try to get us tickets to get on the show when she was still in Chicago so I love because you know these are people who don't make fun of your dreams but just do whatever they can to support your dreams and certainly Maribel Spa was a place that I wanted to go because I saw it on Oprah and they did this leap of faith but I can tell you this it's incredible that you know he didn't make fun of me he just said okay Meg what do I have to do to help you and it was like you know I didn't get tickets by that but when I did get to extra tickets to get to the VIP thing for Oprah eventually I called him I said you have to come with me because you did this for so long with me you know and it was just kind of like but I know that whenever he succeeds and it's something that I can help him get to a point, and I, I feel I feel accomplished as well. I don't know if that's something that resonates with you as well yes. in your life. I think whenever a friend uh, 
has a triumphant moment in their life, it's also a triumph for you. Yeah, and for sure. And you see that as something great in your own life as well because you feel so happy uh, for whatever has happened in their life. The same way that when someone goes through a tough time, you feel that and resonate, it resonates with you as well. Um, because that's what friends are for. It's it's like an old yeah. 1980s Dionne Warwick it. song. I'm not going <laughs> to sing it right now, but it's called I That's What it. Friends Are For. And Dionne Warwick. I, and I, I should make you sing because Richard does I'm love... a terrible singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, no. But even even up to that point, like, you know, whenever you, like, show up and there's, like, a bad note, like, a CV on your computer or something to that fact, or or you didn't get the, the promotion or the acknowledgement or the appreciation again... That friend will have you switch and say, really, Meg, why? Or merely, Richard, why? Why is it that's so important when you know and you're well-loved by the people that are surround you? So they kind of shift you back as to what is important in your life. And I don't know if you've had any experiences that, um, where that has come up, you know, where you know, you're looking at one way, but you're like, your friends help you see the other way. Sure. Actually, so 40th birthdays, I tend to be very memorable things for me. So I've talked about Meg's 40th birthday, my friend Seth's 40th birthday. When I turned 40 a couple years ago, ah, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, I went to Hawaii with a very mismatched group of friends who didn't really know each other except for through me. And those are my dear friend Angela Scott from law school, my friend Arturo Lask from life, and my friend Maritza Baez, who uh, I've known for a few years, but we've, uh, we became very close friends quickly. And we ended up going to Hawaii. We started out in Maui. Wow. And then we were going to go to a yoga retreat on the big island of Hawaii. Amazing. But then, as the fates would have it, there were two hurricanes coming straight for the big island right when we were supposed to get there. One when we were supposed to get there and one when we were supposed to leave. So we're on top of this dormant volcano in Maui. <laughs> that's just crazy. Trying to decide what to do. Oh, that's crazy. And my friend Maritza looks at me and she says, well... She's like, you just have to do, you know, when things don't go your way, you have to make changes. Amazing. And I was looking, thinking about it in the short term of, well, I guess I have to decide if we're going to continue on to the big island to the yoga retreat yeah. or go back early. Yeah. Or if it was also that I needed to make changes in the grander scheme of my life, which is what I ended up doing. I ended oh. up leaving my job that I'd been at for 13 Amazing. years to start a firm uh, with two other attorneys. And, you know, that's a huge step in your life and all three of these friends have been super supportive of me along with all of my friends i've been very lucky um in this transition in my life that my friends and my family have all been supportive i have to say again my mother gets a lot of shout outs because i guess she, she's a family member and a friend i'm so lucky yeah um but she told me when i left my old job she said well she says if, if it's a struggle and you're you're not successful you can always move back home and I said, well, God bless Mom, King. <laughs> I'll get a second job, I'll drive Uber, I'll start bartending, something, um, but that won't happen. But it was nice to know that the offer was there. So well, I'm we knew that you were not going to, we, we knew that you were always going to succeed, even if you had some doubts or never had doubts, I don't know. But my kids were very excited with the plan that you were going to be a flight attendant, so we could possibly see you on a flight, who knows where in the world. So they would be like, oh, that would be the best thing in the world, because he'll get us the really good cookies. And that Still something I might do in my next oh, stage of life. In the next stage it's never, of life. You're never too old to make all of your dreams come true. Right. No, you're never that is absolutely true. And like I said before, the you know, your 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 greatest friends are the ones that are gonna help 
bolster those dreams, but also kind of shake you awake when you need to, like like your your friend did in in Maui, saying that you know sometimes you know you just gotta that be flexible with what's going on around you, and and give you that wisdom when you're not able to see it yourself. And I know it's funny that when you're talking about how that trip, how your trip to Maui impacted my life too, because yes, I remember remember the day we you know we get to um, we we do these bagel breakfasts on the day that our colleagues leave. And, and this particular one, I for when he left, I have never been so blubbering in my entire life. And everybody's waiting for me to get there so I could give Richard send off at the thing, but I could barely speak. And I got there, and I just like, oh, you can't leave me! Oh my god! But the good thing is, is that because he left, it kind of catapulted me to take that leap of faith myself. So that's how friends impact each other. You know, one person inspires the next, and you never know where the collaborations are gonna come, and who you're gonna meet, and who you can expose the other person to by virtue of the fact that you're taking another opportunity. And I don't know whether or not um, we thought what was gonna happen, like we saw, like you, I mean, when you took a leap of faith and, and started your own firm, you know, everyone believed in you, you believed in yourself, but I mean, I don't even know, like, what it must have felt like for you, you know, starting off, you know, maybe you can speak to that and, and how your friends, like, got you through it. Yes, I, I, as I've said before, I'm so lucky that my friends and my family were so supportive of me during that transition. Um, because it is, it's a huge leap of faith. Huge. <laughs> and, you know, you when you go out and start your own business, you just don't know. The great thing about it is it's it's really helped me to make more friends and, you know, to actually, you know, foster friendships and, and see friends more in some ways because now, for instance, my office is in Coral Gables where I also went to law school. And Coral Gables is this whole uh, dynamic of a place before I worked in downtown and I live on Miami Beach. So, you know, my friends who live over in Coral Gables and West Miami and Miami Springs, I didn't get to see them as much. And now it's like they work in, in Coral Gables area, they live over there, so now it's nice to be able to meet them for lunch or happy hour or go visit the friends and their, their families, their children, um, and spend time with people who I maybe didn't get the opportunity to, to see more than once a year uh, when I was working in downtown and living on the beach. You know, I, I and I, to that point as well, you know, we were so blessed and lucky before because we didn't have to do much to go see the people that, you know, we had a lot of people at our, our beck and call now not being in that scenario any longer, you know, you have to make the efforts yourself, which are good because, you know, you know, that's important, you know, reach out to them, call them, you know, the whole shebang. Um, one of the things I did want to like talk about, you know, in today's day and age, there's so many people who are really suffering in silence. And I wanted to say that because, you know, like today, the inside is specifically suffering in silence. And I know that, you know, you and I are very blessed with so many people in our lives, so many friends. And I think that's really amazing and important. And I know that, you know, there are also times, at least for myself, that, you know, I might be, you know, too much in isolation. And, and, and I'm lucky that someone will reach out to me and say, how are you doing, Meg? What's going on? You know, telling me that they love me, etc. But I know a lot of people may not have that. So one of the things that I certainly encourage as well of, uh, uh, as others is to people to pay attention to even those acquaintances in our lives, you know, to see the signs or to see those God wings where you may be needed. Like I said before, when you people think of a person, call them or extend yourself or even just to get to know a person, like you said in a coffee shop, because you never know what someone's going 
through. And the interesting thing is nowadays you hear all these shocking things that someone may have killed themselves or someone, you know, is in the pits of whatever. And you would never know because people don't share. They, they say Facebook or fake book, whatever. You're only sharing all the, the good things in your life and you're, you know, really kind of, you know, remittent to, to share the pain in your life. And I don't know, maybe you want to speak to that as well as, you know, how, how important that is for you as a friend um, to many, sure. you know. I, I would hope that all of my friends know that I am there for them. I'm a, a message away, a phone call away, uh, a coffee or a glass of wine away. I, I would like to think that any friends of mine would feel comfortable in letting me know if they're struggling or, or feeling lonely or, or just need to talk to someone. I'm always an open, you know, I, I'm a good ear. I, I, I enjoy listening to people, um, even if they don't have anything they don't want me to say anything they just want to talk about their problem I'm always there to, to listen um, to whatever is going on in someone's life I don't judge people I think that that's another thing um, that I'm blessed yeah. in in terms of of how I was raised and in, in one of the attributes that I consider important is that I don't judge other people um, and in friendships whenever someone is struggling I hope that they would always feel comfortable in telling me that they're having a problem and and that whatever they're going through it, I won't judge them and I won't you know gossip about them or share anything that they don't want me to say to other people that's amazing you know I, and I think that also encourage other people to do the same in your own circles because you know um, I, I don't know I, I don't know a lonelier place to think that you are isolated when you're really not and, and I certainly uh, think that, you know, many times what you were saying there, just to actually say it out loud, I am here for you. If you need me, I am here for you. And, and I know so many of my friends have done that or been that for me, especially my friends, my family. Um, you know, I have a very close relationship with my, my aunts that I, I cherish. And I know that, you know, the same thing It's the kind of the vault. You, you can be vulnerable with me because I don't, I don't judge and I certainly don't share. And, and, and that is something that I think in such a time of like where people numb themselves and they think that they're really by themselves, it's really important to start, you know, saying to other people that you are supported and you are, you know, encouraged and even the inspiration part, if you feel like you're stuck with regard to any ideas or, you know, you've been through a career transition, you've had that experience. You can teach so many others who may need that gift as well to know that, okay, you know, I've done it, I can help you. And the whole mentoring thing, like we've said before, it's huge. It's huge. I don't know. I mean, I know that I know that there's many examples in our lives that you've turned around and, and done the same for other people who've done it for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually yeah. someone who's very important in my life, uh, I spoke to recently and, and they were thinking about doing a transition in, in their personal, in their professional life as well. And the person was looking for guidance to me since I had just yeah. done that about two years ago. And it was really, it was an interesting chat because it's actually someone who is a dear friend of mine who I often look to for guidance. So it was very, it was a very... Uh, synchronistic moment in that's life. awesome you know a lot of people are afraid to show their vulnerabilities or even their their insecurities because you're afraid of what other people might think but honestly friendships I mean what's you know friend a friend is someone who you know is not gonna judge you or, or hold you 
you know, otherwise, I don't know, they might call it, what do they call them, frenemies. They're your frenemies. They're not really there for you. They're just like holding you in a place so that they keep you there. And if you get any, you don't rise any higher because for whatever reason. But, um, you know, going back to um, my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss, one of the coolest things is that, you know, um, writing a book, as Richard knows, is very is very challenging in and of itself. And the fact is, it's like a daunting task. And but to have like you and my friends supporting me with regard to having my events, etc., even with Shine and and those things, meant so much to me that you know even if you know you know it's not something that you buy into, it's that extension of that support. And and I know. Um, that's something that you hold dear. Yes, I just need to talk about that because, yeah. for instance, when she first did Shine, uh, it happened to be a birthday for my friend Eugene, who oh, Meg has actually spoken Eugene. about before. And a, a group of our friends had gone to New Orleans. And you, anyone who's been to New Orleans knows that it's a city that really doesn't sleep. Actually, I think oh, we've yeah. been to New Orleans together before, yes. too. Yes. Um, but so Meg's Shine event happened to be the same weekend as when Eugene and our group of friends went to New Orleans. And... I flew back. back. <laughs> I, I, I got on a flight. I I, I got on a flight oh at six God. o'clock in the morning to leave New Orleans to be back in time for Shine. Wow! And you know, to me, that's just something that a friend does. Yeah. Um. You know, and yeah, I did that. It. That is I was some, there. That is something that an amazing friend does, Richard. I'm not. I. I. You know, a lot of my friends. I don't know if they would do that for me. So I. You know, I. I knew that, and I appreciated that because. You knew how important it was. I knew was it was to important, me, so. and I also knew that it was important for Eugene to be yes. on his birthday trip to yes. Berlin. And I was going to do both. Yes, and that's I think one of the most important things about friendships is that you do things to support your friends yes. that they know it's important to them. Yes, I know that when I do have something in my life that I think is important, um, my friends are supportive of me, and so is my family. I think that that's one great thing too. Like. I'm very lucky because I surround myself with people who, you know, are supportive yeah. and who are listening and caring and and will take the shirt off of their back to give it to you. And I, I hope that everyone who is a friend of mine knows that I would do the same for them uh, in any circumstance. So going back to that, it's like the law of attraction. It's because right. of the person that you are in this world, how you show up. And you really do. You show up like that so people know this is this kind of person. I will do the same for them. And those people that you attract into your life reflect who you are as well. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the Olivia Godwings, the, you know, or like the trifecta, you know, you know the beauty of your life by looking around and seeing those people who show up in your life. And, you know, for me, that has been one of the most incredibly eye-opening thing. And I know where I'm in a good place because people around me bring that kind of energy and vibration and I know maybe that speaks to you as well you know certainly you definitely show up as Richie Bon Bon man <laughs> there you go I try you try no for sure um you know I I you know like I, I think you know it's certainly you know, in those certain I, I can imagine a different a better person to have here tonight, especially like I said, the month of August, and it being your birthday to celebrate you and celebrate your life and what you've done and all the accomplishments, as well as the legacy that you are leaving to this world of, of friendship, kindness, and all of the above. I think the coolest thing um, at this point um, right now is to really 
think about your intentions when we started this evening, you know, sitting down together to talk about friendship and all the wonderful stories. You know, I, I you know, I know you were saying before, you know, your friends are the ones who know where the body is buried and they don't ask you any questions about it, right? We're not saying that there's any body buried, but that being said, you know, so when we were sitting down tonight, what was your intention? for this evening, uh, from this conversation, or maybe somebody, something that you wanted to inspire someone else to take away. Sure, honestly, my first intention was that you would have a successful program. Oh, thank you. Uh, for because sure. I want to be supportive of my friend. Uh, but second, I, I hope that this program tonight and all of the programs that you do um, serve as uh, a important guide and, and outlet for the people who are watching um, and that Anyone who is a friend knows to reach out to their friends to make sure that everything is okay with them uh, and and to support yeah. their friends the way that uh, you support me and I support you. Yeah, I think that's absolutely awesome. Thank you for the intention. I appreciate that you throw it out there. And you know, one of the things that I really wanted to um, communicate from these kind of manifesting evenings is that one, to introduce the people of my life that I love and care for to the Facebook world, to my Facebook audience. Also, you know, to share those beautiful qualities of the other person with others because, you know, in my circle, you know, maybe something um, as simple as this conversation, you know, might, you know, spark a, a, a light in someone else that will be the difference for tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day. And certainly, you know, having you in my life, Richard, has been something of a spark of light because you definitely do bring the fun, you do bring the love, you do bring the kindness. So back to the intention part. So I asked you to pick a number. Yes. And um, what was your number tonight? I can pick between one and... One and to the end of the book. To the so, end of the book. Yes, to okay. the end of the so book. So I am going to pick the number eight since eight. it's the month okay. of oh, August. Month of August. August. Eight. Yes, for sure. So, oh, there you go. So this is your, this is your, your intention. Okay. And this is what speaks to you. So go ahead and if you want okay. to read it. Sure. Okay. So um, it says, forgiveness promises new beginnings. Forgiveness is the answer to the child's dream of a miracle by which what is broken is made whole again. What is soiled is made clean again. And that's from... I'll let you say his name. Dag, Dag Hammarskjöld. He's a Swedish author, diplomat, and economist. There you go. Do you want me to read this? Yes, one? yes, I read it. So, and then Meg's guide. Uh, what she says is, as you leave one year and enter another, look forward to a new start by setting forth resolutions that will catapult your hopes, dreams, and desires into reality. During the last days of the year, perhaps you prepare to start fresh with a clean slate. Doing your best to put resentments in the past, even those difficult to release. In anticipation, you may have decided to clear a path that will allow your dreams to take priority in your life. Many start the new year with high hopes, only to burn out after a couple of days. You are only six days into your journey now. Make a conscious decision each day not to quit. Accept that you will falter on your path. Forgive yourself and move forward into this amazing new life, year of your life. Inform your resolutions with an enthusiastic belief in your potential and with compassion for yourself. Be gentle with your life. You are a child of the universal one, no matter what age. By continually seeking or granting forgiveness, you start fresh each day with a spirit of perseverance. You can and will, as you renew your spirit, move toward being whole again. Look forward to all the success awaiting you. 
magical key to bliss, forgive yourself first. So that is for you. And actually, it's very interesting because, like I said before, at the outset of this, this interview tonight, in this manifesting moment, this actually is the month when we became friends when you sauntered into, into the, the world of INS and it was never ever the same again. And, um, and certainly we're entering into a new um, school year soon. A lot of kids are going back to school, they're starting anew and, and they're having a lot of opportunities to meet new people and to expand their horizons and maybe um, meet new friends and experience you know life in a different way because by virtue of the fact that you know someone new so you know what is your advice or your words of inspiration that you want to leave with all these beautiful people tonight with regard to friendship or with regard to anything that you comes to mind that you might want to say well actually i just want to talk about that specific post and that specific day i didn't know when i picked the number eight that it was going to be from january 6th it was on page eight of the book and January 6th happens to be the Let's last day and the last day of my job at the Department of no. Homeland Security. It was oh my God, uh, almost are you two years me? ago. Oh my and God. also, because it deals with resolutions, and one thing that oh my, my friends all know about me is I never set my resolutions for New Year's <laughs> because you're destined to fail if you set them for New Year's. So I, I always set it. mine for when? Like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. <laughs> Martin so Luther King. that's one of the things that was that's really awesome. interesting to me when I was reading uh, that that's passage crazy. in the book. Oh, talk about synchronicity. Uh, oh, I love it. But I love it. I would tell everyone who's watching uh, as they started, that people start a new school year and a new chapter or phase in, in this time of your life um, to, to be open to making new friends. Uh, who knows? Uh, where your friendship may take you. Would I have ever thought when I met my friend Seth six years ago that I would be celebrating his birthday in Paris and Amsterdam? Who would think? You could be going to Paris and Amsterdam with a new friend. You never, never know. would have thought that. <laughs> you never know. Um, I, I do want to say what an incredible evening and opportunity it has been to share um, our friendship with all of you. Um, certainly, uh, his presence in my life has impacted me as well as my children and my own family and my own friends. So I want to say that you know you are one of my dearest friends, the godfather of my children. I trust you with so much. And, and certainly, if you have the opportunity to meet Richard and become his friend, you certainly will be blessed. I can guarantee that. Um, in addition, you know whether it's reason, season, or a lifetime, um, what I want to leave with all of you is that you know, we, we all walk this road that we live and we meet many people and we're not here to do it alone. And I think that one of the greatest gifts that I could actually even impart on anyone is to remember that this is the case and that we aren't here to walk this journey path alone. Just like I was talking about and Denise had put on the thing, Buen Camino, this is really um, our journeys together and what we learn from each other is is the point it's why we're here it's not to acquire materialistic goods and, and and you know but it's the experiences that we have when we connect with beautiful souls on this path and you know whether it be in the halls of department of homeland security or the grocery store or the coffee shop or who knows the garage i have no idea wherever you are just realize and, and maybe open your eyes and be aware of those opportunities it is to connect with another soul as we walk this journey and, and then maybe one day you'll be sitting on an interview on a Monday night um, manifesting wonderful dreams together and celebrating your friendships with that person so on, on that note I wanted to just 
plug Richard for a second and the fact that he is practicing immigration law and he has certainly um, helped many people um, with his kindness and it, as well as his knowledge um, now for nearly two years. Um, and, and a shout out to one of our favorite judges, Judge Horn, who certainly was a friend to both of us during a time that we both had, you know, um, a lot of challenges and, and he's probably one of the wisest men I've ever met and I, and I send blessings to him right now. Um, but that being said, um, definitely um, I'm going to put in the I'm going to put in the feed after this um, his information if, if legal help is something that you need or you know if you you know want to grab a coffee with <laughs> you know anything if you to that want about, to yeah. talk to someone yeah. like I said before I'm yeah. a very good listener yeah. and I don't judge people Amazing. so it's funny because one day I I used to think I wanted to be a judge back in the day oh, and yeah? I, I can't I, I, I can maybe judge someone's case but I really can't judge a person yeah um, because I think that everyone has something to offer I agree and and I think that you should always look at every every person you meet with an open book yeah. an open mind and, and you just never know uh, what can blossom from that and yeah. maybe it will be a friendship and maybe it won't and that's the thing too to mm -hmm. always understand is that maybe you meet someone and you think you're gonna be great friends with them and then you don't or maybe you know there's a period of your life where we're very close and then you go through another period where you're not as close and and that that happens friendships yeah. change constantly yeah and that's always one thing I think that's important to keep in mind when you talk about friendships and think about friendships is that they don't necessarily stay stagnant uh, a friendship is dynamic and and static and and goes through many uh, different phases in mm -hmm. its formation and its lifetime so you know, never, never take your friendships for granted, um, and and never think that a friendship is always needs to be exactly the same because every friendship is different. Yeah, and then you hold them clear. You hold them certainly dear, um, and maybe there are po points in time that you are saying that you're not so close <laughs> because yeah. something happened. Maybe that's where the forgiveness comes in, and forgive yourself as well as others, and then that is the lesson that you needed for that point in time. In your life so it's all a process it's all about trusting the process which is you know a challenge to me but that's why I get to know people like Richard who definitely are more um, willing to do so so you you benefit my life in so many ways so we're almost done for this evening um, I want to thank you all for manifesting with us and you know in continuation of the manifesting of your dreams I am here also to support you as well as to inspire and encourage and you know we all need friends man let me tell you so if there's any other time that you ever see me and just please say hello or I encourage you um, to you know strike up a conversation because like I said before it's in the connections that we thrive all of us so I want to you know basically thank you all thank you to Richard thank for joining you. me tonight thank you for everyone who's been a part of the the Facebook uh, live tonight watching us supporting us and sharing your comments and your love it means the world to me and and I am I am grateful for Richard to do it for supporting me as well and um, so remember, we're all here to celebrate and mostly, you know, celebrate this once around that we have. So, you know, go hug your friends, go appreciate them. And if you don't have a lot, go find some because, you know, people are always looking for people to connect with. So with that note, have a wonderful evening. Blessings and bliss. And Richard gets the last word. Blessings and bliss. Blessings Times and bliss. Two. Times two.
Bye-bye. Have a great night, everybody.